There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome Good back. Morning. Good Wednesday. Morning. Wednesday, Wednesday. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. Oh, you're right. It is Thursday. I think. The past no, three you're days right. I you're thought right. were you're Friday. Right. I've been thinking it was Friday since Tuesday. Did I not change it on my sheet? No, nope, you did. Oh, That's okay. Operator error. I know. I'm like, wait a minute. What day is it really? Oh. Sunny skies, though, going to be nice. I'm looking at the forecast. looked exactly the same as yesterday, except it's a little warmer than yesterday. High of 81. And we do have the red flag warning, which I had to remind myself when I looked it up. It's... Uh, uh, don't burn you know, very dry yeah, yeah. You, you shouldn't be burning anything because the dry conditions which we i don't think we've had since what last fall mm-hmm. yeah. which is when people were like burning leaves and stuff that i can see is anybody planning on burning anything today <laughs> I smell uh, it, it is 420 day i'm just saying so maybe oh, well, oh. Right. maybe I that, smelled it yesterday though when yeah. i was driving with the windows down i was like somebody's burning something all right well Maybe it's like old shrubberies or something. With Probably chopping down dead yard. trees. That yeah, kind of stuff. shrubberies. <laughs> Happy 420 day. <laughs> I'm going to check the roads. We got your latest E-News coming up next. But first, let's begin with uh, Denise Johnson and your latest track. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Well, guess whose music Drake's toilets play? Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Will Ferrell has a new series coming out. Get to both those stories here in a bit. But first, let's begin this hour Z News with Twilight. <gasps> I can't even believe it. So, Twilight, which continues to air over and over, and they do marathons. I, th- I don't, I don't even know if it's Showtime or Stars or who's doing it, but one of them. And uh, they're just always on. And there's new stuff coming now. It's getting a TV show, just like Harry Potter is coming to HBO in the form of a TV series. Now there is a Twilight TV series in the works. Still very much so in the early stages and no word if it's a direct remake of the books or a spinoff. And the author, Stephanie Meyer, is expected to be involved. Oh, nice. I don't think... Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson will be back. They're not allowed, are they? Or Taylor Lautner. Haven't they aged and vampires don't age? Well, they both still could probably pull it off a little. I mean, they both still look pretty young. All three of them do. So they might be able to do it 
once or twice, but I think they've moved on. Yeah, mm. I think so, too. Yeah. No more Taylor Lautner with this shirt off, Jen. Well, you Darn can, it. You can get out the cutout, though. I can get out the gets in my garage right now. <laughs> what would they do for, like, a spinoff or something? Would they do something with, like, the, their, their daughter? Kid? Probably. Yeah, that would be my guess. Well, meanwhile, Will Ferrell is producing and starring in a comedy series about golf. Uh, that'll be Will's first comedy series since Saturday Night Live. It doesn't have a title yet, but it'll be about a professional golfer who becomes the center of a controversial new league competing with the PGA. Mm. It's fictional, uh, but kind of loosely based on the real-life controversial LIV golf startup. It's said to be in a sort of similar tone to Talladega Nights, the ballad of Ricky and Bobby. Ricky, Bo- or Ricky Bobby, rather. Uh-huh. In case you didn't know, Will actually plays golf and has been hosting his own fundraising event for two decades called the Will Powered Golf Classic. So well, it'll be right up his alley. That'll be, be right. funny. Yeah. Well, you never know. Will Ferrell, he's kind of like Adam Sandler. It's a bit of a crapshoot. You don't know. Is it going to be really, really <laughs> funny or is it going to be really, really bad? Yeah, but the Talladega Nights movie is one of his best works. You're a, you're a so big fan. So if it's loosely similar... It's got to be good, right? Did they do an Anchorman 2? They did an Anchorman 2 and 3, I think. There was a 3? I think so. That was one of those where I remember the first one being great and the second one wasn't as good. Yeah, Hmm. Yeah. it wasn't. I concur. So fingers crossed that this one will be a doozy. All right, Drake is a total Tupac fanboy. Lil Yachty said on a live stream, every bathroom in his house has heated seats. And every bathroom in his house, when you walk up to the toilet, it opens and starts playing Tupac's Hit Em Up. Oh, that's one of my favorite Tupac songs. He said, I swear to God, every time it's like, yeah, you fat mother bleepa, it's so annoying when you got to take a crap because it keeps looping. Hmm. <laughs> little, little Yachty says he's popped in about four or five of Drake's bathrooms and thinks there's still eight or nine left to conquer. That's great. Uh, but, isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. He definitely has a gold toilet at his house, don't oh, you Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> he doesn't poop on anything but gold. Probably, and, and a bidet. <laughs> yes. I'm sure there's a bidet. Every bathroom toilet is gold. It has a bidet, and it plays Tupac. Yep. That's a visual. <laughs> <laughs> That's goals. <laughs> uh, coming up, Marvel villain Jonathan Majors is facing more abuse allegations, and... One of Johnny Depp and Mark Wahlberg's biggest regrets. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Netflix announced that in the coming months they will roll out paid password sharing in the U.S. Paid password sharing. Yeah, because that's what everyone wants to do, uh, pay their ex 12 bucks a month, right? Like- <laughs> They've done this before, and they've expe- it's expected that they will charge subscribers in the United States an extra 7 or $8 per shared account, which, say what you want about cable, it was a lot cheaper. All you had to do was... 
buy a splitter and climb on the roof of the house next door. Kim Jong-un said that North Korea's first military spy satellite is ready for launch. Now, keep in mind, a North Korean spy satellite is just a GoPro on a tennis ball. And let's be honest, this spy satellite probably just glue in a ring camera to a stomp rocket, okay? <laughs> Well, Jonathan Majors is facing even more abuse claims from multiple women. Uh, several more alleged victims have come forward since he was arrested last month for allegedly assaulting his girlfriend. Majors' attorney says he's, quote, innocent and has not abused anyone. He said, we provided irrefutable evidence to the DA that the charges are false. We are confident that he will be fully exonerated. Ever since his arrest, Majors has been dropped by his manager and publicist. No word yet from Marvel, though. Majors is supposed to play the Avengers' next major villain, Kang the Conqueror. Hmm. He already played him in Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Yeah. So. Hmm. Is that one of those ones you watched, Jen? I would have to see a picture of this guy. I don't remember. I don't know who he I is. I don't remember, yeah, him. Meanwhile, uh, actor Ed Gale, a little person who wore the Chucky suit in the original Child's Play back in 1988, may have been caught preying on children. Mm -hmm. There's a group of people who call themselves the Creep Catcher Unit, and they conduct sting operations like that old To Catch a Predator show where they try to catch pedophiles. Mm. They pose online as an underage kid and set up a meeting with the would-be predator, then show up and confront him. And they claim that they caught Gail on Friday by pretending to be a 14-year-old boy. Supposedly, Gail admitted to everything and even copped to having sexual conversations with several other minors. The LAPD was called, but they didn't arrest Gail, apparently because he's in really poor health. Mm. He's like... Uh, I guess he's 59. And, uh, yeah, he's not the voice of Chucky, though, just so no one's confused. Pervert. Pervert. Pervert on the loose. He just wore the suit. Yeah. He did the same for Howard and Howard the, uh, Howard the Duck movie. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, I do remember that movie. I loved that movie when I was a kid. He was also in Spaceballs, Phantasm Two, and Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? That is a Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? That is a list of some random. It's quite a resume. Random, random yeah. movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, George Clooney, Ocean's Eleven, twenty-two years ago is when that movie came out. And George claims that there's a few people that are still kicking themselves for passing on it. A couple of heavy hitters were in talks to play Linus, the role that Matt Damon eventually got. George says some very famous people told us to F right off. Mark Wahlberg, Johnny Depp. He said there were others, and they regret it now. He says, I regret doing effing Batman. Hmm. Apparently, Owen Wilson also passed. That was a big cast. Oh, yeah. I remember, well, Toby, what's the, Toby... Not he's not Toby Maguire. Who's the other Toby that's uh, in that movie? I don't know. He said I saw a post from him. It's been a couple of years, but he said you show up to do these movies and you don't know who else is on the cast. So you get lit. You get this list that's like the run list or I don't know what it's called, but it oh, has the call list. The call yeah. list. He said 
he took a look at that call list because he he didn't realize what he was about to step into. Right. And there's George Clooney and Brad Pitt and Matt Damon. Oh, and, wow. Julia I mean, Roberts. Julia Roberts. And, uh, you mean Tope for Grace? Tope for Grace. That's okay, what I'm yeah, thinking oh, of. That's what I'm thinking of. I was trying to think of sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm like, I don't yeah, know anybody yeah. in that movie. You're right. Tope to- yeah. for Grace. Tope yeah. for Grace. And he, he said he was like, he almost you know, pooped his pants looking at that list. He's like, oh, my God. What yeah. did I just land in the movie of a lifetime? That's great. Right? Yeah. Wow. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday, the Foo Fighters released their first track since their drummer Taylor Hawkins died. It's called Rescued. Uh, they also announced that it'll be on their new album, But Here We Are, which will be out on June 2nd. But here's the track that leads it off, Rescued. <laughs> I won't play the whole thing, but this is how it starts. I love it. This is great. In a statement, they call the album, quote, a brutally honest and emotionally raw response to everything Foo Fighters endured over the years. And uh, especially the last year. And a testament to the healing powers of music, friendship, and family. Uh, But they added, quote, but here we are is the sound. That's another track. That's the sound of brothers finding refuge in music that brought them together in the first place 28 years ago. A process that was as therapeutic as it was about a continuation of life. The Foo Fighters have yet to announce a new album. But they start touring in a month. Wow! Yeah, great this song. Is, that is that. Yeah. I miss some. We, we don't have a ton of rock leaning. There hasn't been True. some any new rock leaning no. stuff out there in a while. It feels like the occasional whiny guy guitar song. But outside <laughs> of that, you're right. Not really. That doesn't count. Those yeah. are awful. Yeah. Mm. Now, how sweet is this? Jeremy Renner's ten-year-old daughter leaves inspirational post-it notes around the house to keep him going. That's Aww, that's cool. Isn't that, that is the sweetest cool. thing? Yeah, that's all I've got. Uh, check out the trailer for Arnold Schwarzenegger's new action comedy coming to Netflix. I kind of love the premise. It's uh, it's called Fubar, which is great. Uh, he's retiring and finds out his daughter is a secret agent. Check this out. You are officially retired. How are you going to spend your golden years, huh? You. Now since I'm retired, I'm going to bring my wife back. What's going to stop us? 15-year-old divorce papers? She doesn't love you anymore? Lou, can I talk to you for a minute? Code name's Panda. I'm retired. You zip in, extract Panda, grab the WMD, zip on out. My daughter's in the CIA. Follow me or get out of my way. She clearly has daddy issues. Oh my God, I'm 28. <laughs> <laughs> that could be fun. Yeah. It begins streaming May 25th. And that is your latest E! News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to see Chelsea Handler. Uh, That happens Saturday, December 2nd at the Taft Theater. Uh, So that's coming up next. But first, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Amanda. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Excellent. Doing great. I've got your three headlines here. If you pick the real one, you're going to go see Chelsea Handler, okay? Perfect. All right. Sounds great. Is it A, 
A guy went to church, got naked, and baptized himself. Is it B, man breaks into tattoo parlor and pierces his own Johnson? <laughs> or C, woman sneaks into beauty salon right before closing, gets locked in, and gives herself a pedicure and a Brazilian? Um, I'm going to go with A. You're right. Wow, it good job. <laughs> Yeah, cops in Mesa, Arizona, arrested 20-year-old Jeremy Sykes over the weekend after he walked into a church, got naked, tried to baptize himself, and then punched a cop. Yeah. It's not a very born-again thing to do. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Uh, someone, I guess, at the church called him around 2.45 p.m., said that a naked guy had climbed into their baptism fountain. <laughs> <laughs> and refused to leave. When police got there, he was wandering around outside, st- still naked. Of course. But with a blanket he apparently took from the church. Cops say he admitted that he stripped down because he wanted to baptize himself. Okay. So they arrested him for trespassing and indecent exposure. Then once they got him to jail... He took a sock off and threw it at them. <laughs> then he punched a cop in the head and hit another cop in the face when they tried to stop him. Let's hope the church is uh, shocking the baptismal font and uh, yeah. getting it a little cleaned out a little bit, what throw some called? bleach in yeah. there. Do they shock? do that? Shock it. Huh? <laughs> need to shock it. <laughs> yeah, shock it like when, you know, some kid in a pool. Yeah, in a pool. In you got to shock it. Yeah. Exactly. God. So they've now tacked on charges for, let's see, first it was just trespassing. Now we got resisting arrest and two counts of aggravated assault on a police officer. Not good. Not good. This is one of those where I'm like, what's what's going through your mind? The process that took you there, you know, to get into the the holy water. Bath salts. (laughs) Yeah, it's probably right. (laughs) All right. It is, uh, let's see, eight after seven. Thursday. And we got a Thursday. That's right. For some reason, I, I wanted to just, just remind you, just, just in it's case it's the you mental forgot. kickoff of the weekend. I know, and I just cannot seem to wrap my brain around the fact that today is Thursday. Uh, my brain just keeps. Did something going, back going to Wednesday. on in your normal everyday life? Like no, during your normal schedules. Like, did you do something yesterday that you normally would do on Tuesday? No, mm. no. Did you pop a gummy for four twenty? No. no, no, no. Okay. We call that Michigan medicine now. Oh, do we? <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, because sometimes Tim will talk about that on the hot list, and I'll be like, did you have one of your little Michigan meds? No. I thought, thought about it this morning, but I did not. I mean, as soon as you cross the border into Michigan, there are there billboards in exit Ohio? 11. Or, I mean, because it just feels like at every exit. Exit 11 is the first one. Mm-hmm. There's like... Nine dispensaries Nine dispensaries there. right in there. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Well positioned. All right. Nine after seven, Jeff and Jen, and a classic second date update you might have missed the first time around, but it's new to you. Tommy is in need of a second date update this morning, and that's why we're here. Tommy, welcome. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to have you. How can we help? All right. Um, <laughs> had an interesting day, but I met this girl at a party, and we really hit it off. And I just, you know, asked her out. Simple as that? Yep, simple as that. All right. So after I asked her out, we made plans to meet up soon after. So I picked her up and took her to dinner. Played it safe, nothing too crazy, right? This is the same night? Um, No, it's a different night. Okay. 
So we sat at the restaurant talking for hours, and I'm thinking that, yo, this is pretty good, you know. Um, we were super open, you know, honest, and I was with her as I felt she was with me. And um, I just, like, started sharing, like, all kind of personal information with her, really. I just felt that open. Great. Yeah, so, so far, so good. So she didn't seem, like, offended in any way, which, I, you know, which is good to know. Um, offended by just, what? Like something you revealed maybe you know, that was too like personal? or Yeah, you know, when you're, like, sharing, like, personal details as you're getting to know somebody, you know, they somebody could probably get offended, but she didn't. Well, you start teetering along that too much information threshold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And probably going back and replaying the date in your mind, you're trying to, to, to think back and go, man, was there any point in the conversation where she seemed put off at all? Did I reveal too much? Yeah. Where did I lose her? Yeah, I just thought we, like, clicked, really, to be honest with you. Um, I just felt really good about it because I was replaying it in my head a lot. But I felt really good about it. So anyway, long story short, I drove her home and I walked her to her door and I wasn't going to go in for a kiss. I didn't go in for a kiss, but we hugged each other and, you know, said bye, goodbye, and um, thanks for dinner. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, not, it wasn't like overly, I wouldn't say warm and affectionate, but it wasn't like cold either. So I'm like, there's hope there. There's hope, right? I'm taking notes here. Not cold. Yes, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, it just like felt like your average like awkward moment after a first date, but I didn't think that much of it. So average awkward, okay. <laughs> I didn't take it like you know she didn't want to see me ever again. I mean, like I said, it wasn't you know bad. It was like you know it was okay, you know. Yeah. And when I said that, I'll call her later. She said, "Great." So I honestly don't know what happened. I've called her for like a couple of times and no response. I'm at a loss. Ooh, okay. Anything else you think we need to know? Nothing that I can think of right now. I mean, we pretty much shared everything. Have you ever been ghosted before? Um, uh, no. I had to really think about that. No, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think the answer that you had to think about it means no for sure. Because immediately I could be like, oh yeah, that one guy I went to Nada with that one time that never talked to me again. Like I know exactly when it happened. Right. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm good. Then why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll call Vanessa and see what she thought of her date with Tommy. And if there's any chance of these two going out again, as Second Date Update continues here at Cincinnati's Q102. Okay, Tommy met Vanessa at a party, and he was attracted to her immediately, so he didn't waste any time. He asked her out. He asked for her phone number. They made plans to go to dinner. They talked for hours. Like, they really hit it off because he shared a lot about himself. He felt very comfortable about being honest about everything. This is someone he's obviously really into. So after hours went by, he drove her home, walked her to the door. They didn't kiss. He didn't make any moves, but they hugged. She thanked him for a great evening. And then he said, you know, I'll call you later. And she's like, great. And now she's not answering. That's where we are. So, unless there's anything else you think we need to know, you ready to call her? Yes, absolutely. All right, let's do it. Hello? Hi, Vanessa. 
This is Vanessa. Who is this? Good morning, Vanessa. It's Jeff and Jen and Fritch and Tim at Q102. How are you this morning? <laughs> Jeff and Jen. How are you? Hi. How's it going? <laughs> it's like a second date update or something. It's, it's <laughs> something like that. Yeah. God, uh, this guy is literally so clueless. Oh, my God. This guy? I mean, I feel like I have to know who you're talking about. I just, I know who this is. You're talking about Tommy? Tommy it is. Why oh is Tommy gosh. clueless? Okay, like, do you want to hear what happened from my point of view? Yeah, because all he told us was that you guys had a, a dinner where you talked a lot. He said he got very honest with you. You didn't seem put off by anything that he revealed or at least that he could tell um okay so like here's what happened so we're sitting at this restaurant and we're talking and every time i was telling him something about myself he would either stare into space or interrupt me oh and so like i just felt like this person like wasn't listening to a word i was saying and so i asked him if he was listening to me and he says, oh, sorry. And then he pulled out a pad of paper and a pen out of his backpack. And so I was like, what is this guy doing? I had no idea what he was doing. So like, I just kept talking. And then I looked down and he's taking notes. And I was like, what are you writing? And he was like, oh, I'm taking notes because I don't want to forget what I want to say when you're done talking. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> what? That's really funny. I thought he was taking like, down notes as to what you were, you were saying. saying so he wouldn't remember. Yeah. I was going to be I like, because I'm taking like, notes right now. <laughs> the notes regardless on a date was weird to me, but like the fact that he was taking notes to remember what he wanted to say, like, who does that? Oh, wow. Tommy? Well, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I honestly just had a lot I wanted to say. And, I mean, you were doing all the talking, and I just take just wanted to take out a bunch of notes, really. That's pretty much it. That's like how they do in debates when the candidate who's not speaking is jotting down notes of things that he wants to point out or contradictions or clarifications that he feels he needs to make. And it's just always funny to me. You know, they don't want to forget it, so they're jotting it down. And yeah. that, that's sort of what I... They do envision. do that at wow. debates. You're right. They constantly are like, oh, I got to write that down. Yeah. It's weird to do it on a date, though. Yeah, I mean, well, like, you honestly, like, just tell, like, long stories. And, I mean, that was, like, fine. It's just... I mean, I really just had things that I wanted to, like, say to you in response to those. But, you know, sometimes I just, like, forget, you know, and I just wanted to make sure I just jotted down that little quick note so that way I remember. And, I mean, honestly, I just thought I was being really respectful by not, like, interjecting all the time. But, yeah, but you were, but you literally weren't listening to me. Like, you, you were, like, writing down what you wanted to say. If you were listening to me, you would have remembered what you wanted to say because of what I was talking about. Hmm. You were just thinking yeah. about everything that you wanted to say, and that is mm-hmm. very rude. It was just that you were making up great points, and I just wanted to make sure I remember what I was going to say to it. But, like, how am I supposed to do that if I just don't write it down? Yeah. Listen. So, listen and respond. That's how you do it. That's how the world works. So what if he See, didn't write anything down and you finished your story and he didn't say anything and came off like a dud. Yeah, because he didn't remember anything he wanted to say during the process of the conversation. I mean, because everyone's different when it comes to listening and having conversations. Yeah. 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 Uh, Just honest question. What would you have done if if he didn't have anything to say to your story and just kind of sounded like a a dumbass afterwards? Mm. I mean, 
either way, like, I don't think he was listening to me. Like, I don't feel like you can listen to a whole story and then go blank afterwards. Like, I don't know. Then that just means that he's not for me. Yeah. yeah. I, feel, is this I, the first, I feel like that's men. They do that all the time. Do you what? know how many times I say something and then I go, are you listening to me? What, what did I just say? I don't get women. I really don't. I mean, because I'm thought I'm being respectful and thoughtful just by making sure I, you know, don't forget anything. But if well, I did forget, then you'd be looking at me crazy. And it's like, did you remember anything I said? Well, no, I didn't because I didn't write it down. So that's why I was trying my best to do that. Well, what's interesting is, I mean, you know, there, there are two ways to listen. You can listen to understand and you can listen to respond. And so it sounds like you were taking notes because you were listening to respond because you wanted to make comments in response to what she was saying as opposed to listening to her and just trying to understand her point of view. And I don't think it's wrong, but if you're on a date, like, you have to have a conversation, right? So if mm-hmm. you just listened to... When you listen to understand, though, you ask questions, like follow-up questions, as opposed to, I'm going to tell well, my what story, if he wrote his then question I'm going to tell down. my story, and then I'm going to tell my story. And yeah, that would be different if he want, if he's writing down. But if you're writing, if you're needing to write down follow-up questions, I think that would be something that you would be able to interject into the conversation because you're staying on topic. You know... There was a point I was going to make, and I totally forgot what it was. <laughs> I know. So I'm I'll lost. just move on. <laughs> I should have been writing this down. Yeah. All right. So no chance of a second date here, Vanessa? Um, For me, definitely not. Okay. All right. I'm sorry, Tommy. It's all good. I'm just going to take some more notes about this. Do you keep a journal? <laughs> Tommy's like, can I call you back tomorrow? Because I'm not exactly sure what I want to talk about anymore. I'm going to review my notes and get back to you. Uh-huh. All right. Best Thanks, of luck guys. to you both. Good luck, guys. Thanks. Thanks. All right, if we can do a second date update for you, shoot us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Coming up, what do you think we spend more money on, weed or chocolate? And a new acne cure that involves beef fat. Your news that didn't make the news is coming up next. News with legal weed versus chocolate. Well, legal weed is, generally speaking, I would guess a little more pricey than I had the same thought. So I don't know if this is a fair comparison unless they're doing it, you know, by weight. (laughs) Or ounces. Can you buy, like, a a dime bag of chocolates? (laughs) Is that possible? I'm I'm sure you can somewhere. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it's 420 day, and... I suppose for some, after a long day, people some people like to treat themselves to chocolate. Others might opt for a craft beer. And people in some areas may unwind with a little cannabis. They roll one up. And that is becoming more common. As the marijuana laws are changing around the country, Americans spend about $30 billion on legal weed products. How close are year. we to uh, legal here, I mean, I know we have medicinal, but recreational. I don't even know if it's up for debate in the Ohio legislature right now, is it? I don't think so. Not sure. I know Kentucky is trying to pass some stuff. I right know we now. tried to vote for it a couple of years ago, but the way that, that it was written, it was... Uh, kind of wonky. No, like four four people were going to control the entire business. Oh, that's oh, right. Or something right. like that, right. remember? So I was like, wasn't no. Nick Lachey a part yeah. of it? Lachey's he was one of them, of it, yeah. But that $30 billion is up from $12 billion last year. So that's a huge increase. Uh, the $30 billion last year was more than we spent on chocolate. We spent $18 billion on chocolate. 
That's wow. crazy. And only $8 billion on craft beer. Uh, that the legal cannabis may ultimately help boost chocolate sales, along with other munchies like ice cream, Cheez-Its, candy bars, you know, potato chips, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. thing. Uh, speaking of marijuana and chocolate, a company called Zen Cannabis has created a 420-pound chocolate bar in honor of 420. <laughs> it measures 9 feet by 4 feet and is 3 inches thick. How do they make that? That's insane. Three all, inches thick? It's also got 4.2 million milligrams of THC. Oh, wow. That's a big one. And the asking price for that <laughs> is yeah. $42,000. Holy crap. I bet yeah. Snoop Dogg could afford servings? that. Yeah, and it'd probably last him two days. <laughs> I wonder if that would be enough for him. <laughs> That's funny. Earth Day. Earth Day. Every time Earth Day comes around, it just brings back all of these wonderful memories from my senior year in college when we had an Earth Day kegger at our apartment. Yeah. Yeah, it was just great. Woke up the next morning and all the carpet just soaked. Soaked with soaked beer. For, oh, from just alcohol. Beer, oh, just beer, just drenched. I no, well, there might, it might have been. Might have been. <laughs> might have been some urine there, too. <laughs> yeah. But definitely. But we had this place called Max's Munchies. It was like just a, a little food truck. And uh, we had them parked in the parking lot outside our apartment. <laughs> and it was a pretty good time. Pretty good time. Jen, thinking of the earth way back in the day. Way back in the day. <laughs> We're doing some fun stuff around here on Friday, if you guys are down, um, at 11 the entire building is going to head outside with some grabbers and we're all going to pick up trash and, you know. Oh, that suddenly makes more sense Beautify now. the natty. Got it. Just I, here in this immediate well, just area? just in this area, yes, for like an hour. And then I think there's going to be. do our part on our own little postage stamp. All right. I think there's going to be some snappy tomato pizza to follow. Oh, oh that's uh. cool. So we have our own little Earth Day kegger, Jen, just with no beer. <laughs> there you go. Bring your own gummies. Uh, best cities for stoners are Portland, Oregon, Denver, Colorado, Buffalo, New York, Seattle, Washington, and Baltimore, Maryland. And they, they base that on things like, well, it's based on dispensaries per capita. Price, I hear good stuff about the Colorado weed. And the fact that weed is fully legal in all of those states. Uh, I think it's fully legal in Massachusetts, too, but they did not make the list. What nope. is it like when weed is fully legal? Like, is it just... You drive into Michigan, and at exit 11, there are nine stores <laughs> I don't that you can go into. you just walk right in, you give them your driver's license, and they let Each you in. Each one of them the size of a CVS and staffed with 20 people ready to help you. Yeah, but it seems to depend on the state, because if you drive over the border into Michigan, and all of a sudden you go from, you know, a wasteland and nothing but dispensaries, it's not like that. When you go into Massachusetts, it's just more sort of blended and subtle and... You got to look for normal them. culture, right? Gotta, I like, think they're all there around. because of the Ohio people. Uh, it's right at oh, the border. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that's true. Yeah, and technically, it's not legal, is it, to bring it back in? No, but man, I have drug mule to bleep <laughs> on back here to <laughs> Hamilton County. But is it like so when you can when it's fully legal, you can just walk around smoking it, correct? Like if you want to roll a J and just walk around, you just do. I have no idea how that in works. In Las Vegas, absolutely. Well, I mean, that's Vegas. I feel right. like everything's okay I mean, there. I guess wherever smoking is not prohibited, I suppose. Uh, yeah. Uh, the worst cities for stoners are Birmingham, Alabama, Memphis, Tennessee, and Louisville, Kentucky. All that? states where it's not fully legal. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, if you've ever wondered how, like, the 420 thing got started... 
USA Today looked into that. And the top theory is in the 1970s, some high schoolers in California used to meet at 4.20 p.m. after school to smoke up. Mm-hmm. So 4.20 was their code word for it, I guess. I thought there was something in the Bible. Was that is that just a myth? Oh, I don't know. Maybe mm. there is something in the Bible. That's About, the thing. you I, know, they, 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 God said, <laughs> I, I've given you these plants in the ground. Or was that just some story a dude told me when I was in my 20s? It's probably something like that. And he was just so hot, you were just nodding your head going, Yes, I knew it. Oh, yeah. I knew it. God wants us to smoke this weed. that's true. He said it in the Bible. He put the plants here for us to joy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that that theory is correct about <laughs> the kids meeting at 4.20 p.m. to smoke up. Uh, I mean, maybe it is. I've heard that before. Yeah. Uh, what else? A police department in Pennsylvania is offering a free bag of Doritos to anyone who brings their pot in to have it tested today. Uh, recreational use is still illegal in Pennsylvania, so uh, that's a trap, people. That's a trap. If you turn in your dealer... Mm-hmm. You get a family size bag of Doritos. <laughs> Is it worth it? Yeah, Dogecoin fans were hoping to see a bump in price today. Uh, 420 is also Doge Day, so they're hoping Elon Musk tweets something to maybe make the price on that jump because hmm. uh, it actually dropped around 420 last year. Hmm. And finally, here's some top. Here are the top 420 food deals we've seen out this year so far. Jack in the Box brought back its Pineapple Express milkshake. Del Taco has eight tacos for $4.20. And Smash Burger has four burgers for 20 bucks. Wingstop is selling hot box meals with fries covered in a spicy cheese dust. Jimmy John's has a new has a new munchy crusher sandwich. And Blaze Pizza is letting people upgrade to their high-rise crust for free. Oh, how nice. That's <laughs> clever. Uh, Fat Burger is selling original Fat Burgers for $4.20 if you order online. And Insomnia Cookies is giving away one free cookie with every order. Oh, I should mention, speaking of Fat Burger, they also came up with the new cannabis-infused ketchup for four twenty, but you can't get it at their restaurants. They're only selling it at... A few weed dispensaries in L.A. Hmm. We only had that one up the street that closed yeah, years ago. I was going right? to ask you that. Was that Fat Burger that w- Willie Anderson from the Bengals opened it? Right? Wasn't yeah, that a Fat Burger? That, that it was, but it's gone now. Hmm. I think it's a workout place now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know if this works or not, but I bet you get some extra face licks from your dog if you do this. TikTok's latest beauty trend is to rub beef fat all over your face. <laughs> Gross. Collagen. Right. It's got collagen no. or something in it's it. It's supposed no, to be a great moisturizer. Wow. And it's supposed to be a great moisturizer, and it's supposed to cure acne. That, that's what they're saying in here. Technically, it's beef tallow, which is rendered fat that's been cooked down to remove the impurities. It's just like lard, except lard is from pigs. This is beef fat. Uh, a bunch of people online swear it works. And they say their skin has honestly never looked better. This is bovine tallow. Beef tallow. It's That's beef fat. Guys, I literally slather this all over my face 
every single night. Okay, beef fat actually has the same biology as the oils in our skin, which is why our skin literally soaks up this lipid-rich moisturizer. This has been a game-changer in my skin. Yeah. Like, oh my God, and someone yeah. else told me that, and I just repeated it. I didn't she do any testing myself. She sound like she's convincing herself that she likes it. Yeah. That's I mean- influencer Hannah. <laughs> Excuse me. That's influencer Hannah Fallows Bronfman pushing the new trendy product on her Instagram. Yeah. Most are buying it at the grocery store. Like back in the day, people used it as a natural moisturizer, and some beauty brands still sell it. They usually mix it with things like beeswax or essential oils. Otherwise, it it honestly doesn't have much of a smell. Could you imagine going up, Jen, just to the meat counter and being and asking like, for some, can I have some tallow? Can tala? I just have some beef fat? This one's on fat. You should rub it on my face. I'm going to take it home and render it. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to rub it on my face. Yeah, someone asked a dermatologist who said, it's probably safe to try, but wouldn't be his first choice for acne or dry skin. There are lots of other products now that are proven to help with skin issues. And he says beef tallow could actually end up making your pores even more clogged. It feels like it would, right? Isn't I would it like think. Greasy? I can't. I don't think it would be a pleasant experience. Mm-mm. That said, some fans claim they've tried everything for acne and it's the only thing that's worked for them. So right. I, I don't know. Well, everybody's skin is different. I guess so. That's what they say, right? <laughs> By the way, if you're looking for a new fragrance to wear out on the town to work or just to pick up the kids from school, you wouldn't ordinarily think of spraying yourself down with gin, but now you can. A company called Tamworth Distilling has just unveiled a new product called Sylvan Mist, which is the first, the world's first wearable perfume gin. All right. Now this I can get behind. I mean, think about what most colognes are. They're floral scents with alcohol. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not that different. And if Water. you're a woman wanting to attract a man, why not smell like liquor? Well, isn't Jen Jupiter? That smells Juniper. good. Juniper. Oh, Juniper. Juniper. <laughs> Jupiter. <laughs> yeah, but it smells good. It's described as a woodsy unisex scent combining violet leaf, chamomile flowers, juniper, uh, balsam fir, citrus, and baronia flowers. And it smells like boreal forest. Fresh cut grass, kiwi skin, and honeydew lemon. How about that? Even better, it was created to be drinkable, meaning that you could be making yourself a cocktail and alternate spritzing your cocktail and your neck. Huh. Uh, boy, that's a potent. That's 151 proof. Wow. Oof. And don't stand next to anybody with a cigarette. Uh. Right. He might yeah. become serious. That's a lot of proof. But it's not intended to be the base in a stiff perfume martini. It's supposed to be a garnish that you spray on to a drink. They suggest spraying it on in aviation or the cocktail bee's knees. Sylvan Mist will be available for $80 a bottle starting May 9th at sealbox.com and tamworthdistilling.com. Speaking of gin, uh... Our friend uh, Molly Wellman's got her own gin line that she has uh, she? teamed up with the uh, Crohn's Conservatory and I think Northern Row Brewing, and they're going to yeah. have it out later this month. Oh, wow. That's super cool. Yeah. Hmm. That's where she got her Jupiter. Was that the Crone Conservatory? <laughs> <laughs> I think that sounds delicious. And if anybody in the city knows how to make a good gin, mm-hmm. it's got to be Molly. Yep. That's her favorite 
cocktail, like her favorite it is. alcohol mm-hmm. base. Like she's a bourbon girl, but if you ask her like what she enjoys drinking, her she s- is a gin all the way. Her spirit is gin. Mm-hmm. I think she tried to get Jeff to move over to gin. She did recommend some really good gins. That we got one. I'll have to look it up. It's in our uh, liquor cabinet, but I mean, it's light and smooth enough that you could just do it on ice, you know, with Sip a little it. lemon twist. Yeah, it's, a lot it's of people don't like it because they feel like it tastes like a Christmas tree. But if you get out of the tangeray, <laughs> yeah, the, oh, other, yeah, the yeah, others yeah. don't necessarily aren't that strong. No, not at all. They're a lot more. I don't know, less Christmassy. Mm-hmm. They're not all. <laughs> Not all gins are alike, no question. Uh, turning our attention now from gin to hamburgers. We're going back to fast food again. McDonald's announcing some, if you recall, we talked about this, what, either yesterday or the day before, about how they are making changes to some of their burgers this week, including more sauce on Big Macs. But if that is still not enough, you're in luck. They just announced that one week from today, they'll finally start selling sides of Big Mac sauce for dipping. This I'm is excited. a great idea. Yeah. Okay. It is very exciting because I'm a big Mac sauce fan. Like when I order double cheeseburgers or I get double cheeseburger Mac sauce only. Some people don't even know you can do that. You do have to pay more for it, though, but it's good. Starting next Thursday, you'll be able to ask for a side of it to dip fries or your McNuggets in or whatever you got. That sounds delish. Uh, they're putting it in the same little cups as other condiments like ranch and honey mustard. The bad news is this is a limited time only thing. I'm sorry. Mm. They say you got to order through the app to get them. That's another way to push people toward the app. Uh, You can get one side of Big Mac sauce free with McNuggets, or you can buy up to five of, uh, or you can buy up to five on their own with any order. It's not clear how long they'll be around. They simply said while supplies last. Hmm. I got a story here of. a guy who fell through the ceiling while hiding from police. Uh-oh. <laughs> police had to take drastic measures to arrest a, a Florida man hiding in his sister's attic for four hours to avoid getting arrested. And, you know, some of those crawl spaces, depending on the house, can be really difficult to climb into, let alone get out of. Well, and isn't it kind of like your ceiling isn't very... Like, this stuff is, it's, yeah, like it's, it's not very sturdy or no. what. Like, what's your ceiling mostly made out of? Plaster. Yeah. So and you I mean, would fall ha- right through that, right? How many feet apart are all of the wooden, the supporting the beams? beams. Oh, the beams. Yeah. 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 I don't know. They're, because you have to stay on the beams because if you just barely touch the tiles, you're going through. Yeah. Here above these tiles is probably metal. Yeah, here's the guy's sister, Jamie Floor, talking about the damage that was done to her house until her brother fell out of the ceiling into a bedroom. I did not answer it right away. <laughs> I was uh, afraid my brother was going to get arrested. He was not coming down. He played possum. They threw five pepper grenades up into my attic, he yelled and was screaming that they were uh, going to hoist dogs up there. They completely knocked in all of those panels in my backyard and they came and got my hose and they put the hose through there and they squirted into my attic. I'm not going to bond him out. I love him, but I'm not, I don't have the money to do so. <laughs> I need to worry about fixing my home. Yeah. Yeah. He should pay for that. Yeah. No kidding. Honest to God. <laughs> That's a sound effect there of a man falling from a ceiling. 
our, not our, the mm-hmm. guy, but mm-hmm. a guy. Our yeah. home has uh, radiators, right? So we have a boiler in the basement for winter heat, but the air conditioning unit is in the attic. And so when I have to go up there a couple times a summer to change out the uh, filter, the air filter, I have to go up in the attic and I got to walk on the on the beams on the beams oh. to get, oh, yeah. get nervous. Eh, it's fine. It's easy to lose your footing if there's, you're not paying attention. To yeah, you're there's doing. lots of stuff to hold on to with your hands, so it's oh. not that big of a. It's not horrible. I just always think about that. Is it the Breakfast Club when the guy is in the oh, yeah. ceiling? It is, and he's yeah. like, and he's like crawling through Judd the Nelson. ceiling, trying to get out of detention, and then just crashes through. <laughs> right. And then what movie is it with Chevy Chase? Is it Vacation uh, where Christmas, he falls? Christmas, yeah, yeah, because he gets stuck up there. <laughs> he's uh, stuck up in the <laughs> attic, and then he falls through. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we've heard about government officials stealing tax dollars for their own use, usually for their own campaigns or even to fund their own extravagant lifestyles. But we haven't heard this one before. A former city official here in Ohio has been sentenced to five years in prison for taking public money to fund his own roadside zoo. Oh, boy. You heard about this? I'm not even sure I know what a roadside zoo is. That Do you just have a bunch of pet... A bunch of animals, and you just travel around and pop a tent. Sometimes, well, like if you have like, so they'll have like animals you can touch, like a llama or sometimes um, a pig. Uh, Duke Hamilton, I believe, who used to work down the hall at B one hundred five, would have like kind of like a traveling zoo that he would take places. Sometimes they have like baby goats or chickens. Okay. Yeah, this guy blew more than three hundred thousand dollars on a wildebeest, owls. Several other exotic animals, custom-built enclosures, pressure washers, outdoor grills, a projector screen, a popcorn cart, and a snow cone machine. And there were other items, too, which may or may not have been for the zoo. Hot tubs, an above-ground pool, Mm. kayaks, Mm. a drum set, a gazebo, a drone, a video game system, tricycles, telescopes, even a dishwasher. Wow. He's pleaded guilty to felony corruption, theft. I just get stressed out reading all these uh, things he's accumulating. Like, I'm Uh trying to get rid of stuff. Right. And this guy is collecting stuff. He uh, was also charged with tampering with records and a misdemeanor count of dereliction of duty, in addition to felony corruption and theft. And in addition to serving time, he was also ordered to repay the $340,000 he stole. Will they ever see that money again? Probably not. I wonder. Well, Jen is very excited that Earth Day is this Saturday. and Sure. Google Trend posted the top questions that people have been asking about it. We did the legwork, so you don't have to. Here are the top five questions, and we got an answer for each one. When is Earth Day? Earth oh. Day is this Saturday. It's always April 22nd. It's always April 22nd. It's not, like, the third Saturday of the month. Right. So there will gotcha. be... You know, it, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, April 22nd, regardless. So it could be a, you know, depending on the year, it could be any other day of the week. Uh, the first Earth Day was 53 years ago on April 22nd, 1970. So this will be the 54th time it's been celebrated. Uh, why is Earth Day so important, people ask? Well, it helps raise awareness for environmental causes. According to EarthDay.org, the first Earth Day helped pass the Clean Water Act and also got President Nixon to create the Environmental Protection Agency. Uh, and why was Earth Day created? Well, before 1970, there was basically there were no laws 
protecting the environment on the books pretty much at all. I mean, factories could pump out as much smoke as they wanted. I remember when Lake Erie caught on fire? No. In Cleveland? Wow. Because <laughs> it the was... The actual lake caught on fire? Well, the river and the lake there right by Cleveland because of all of the wow. chemicals that were dumped into there. Wow. It's yeah. since been cleaned up and now super clean, but... I read an article yesterday that talked about the Ohio River is the second most endangered river in the United States because of things like this, like chemical spills and just pollutants in I the river. It. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's still a battle, but, you know, when you think about despite, you know, the challenges that we have today... Back then, prior to 1970, like I said, factories could pump out as much smoke as they wanted or dump toxic waste into rivers, and it was perfectly legal. I just can't even imagine just how you could ever think that that was an okay thing to do. Yeah. Well, Senator from Wisconsin uh, started Earth Day, but a college kid named Dennis Hayes gets credit, too, for coordinating it. Students at 2,000 colleges and 10,000 other schools participated. It's kind of helped to gain, gain steam, I guess. So now you know. Now you, now you know, know everything there is to know about Earth Day. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's celebrate. I know. Yeah, you got your dandelions sprouting. My dandelions. I love my dandelions because the bees love the dandelions. Do you do those um, pollinators? Like, do you you? Cause oh, you live in a pollinating yes. community. I do live in a big pollinating community. But we plant for pollinators. Yeah, we do. Um, so it's not super close to the house, but we have like a garage, like a what is that called? Like a freestanding garage. Mm-hmm. And next to that, usually in like I don't know the beginning of May, we'll throw like a bunch of sunflowers in there, or just random seed packets that we pick up, and yeah. then all of a sudden, like. All these things will just start sprouting, and it's yeah. really cool. It's fun because it's I love the see. hummingbirds because I'll I'll yeah, I'll have fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My the girls that come up from Burns Garden Center that do my house, do the outside. They put a ton of stuff right in my little covered patio. So when I'm sitting out there, I've got hummingbirds three feet away from me that come in and get and a little nectar. Yeah, yeah, That's it's cool. so cool. And we have tons of butterflies, and of course the bees. It's awesome. <laughs> love it. All right. Let's see if you recognize these catchphrases from the 1980s. If you watch television in the 1980s, you'll probably recognize most, if not all, of these pop culture catchphrases. But see how many you can identify. What you talking about, Willis? Yeah, of course. It's the, um, I can picture it clear as day. Yeah, Yeah, good, Fritchie. Uh What was the name of the family? Well done. Different strokes. Different strokes. Oh, yeah, I remember that because of Rick Schroeder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you doing, sucker? Oh, that's... Um, I don't know that one. Is that a TV show? Is that, uh, so are all these TV shows? Because I thought that was from a movie. Yeah, it might be. For, I mean, it's pop culture. Well, but it says if you watch TV in the 80s. So I don't I know, then. Know. What you doing, sucker? I was going to say it was Kaneki yeah, from Greece. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Sounded like Kaneki. Oh, it might be. It wasn't Welcome Back Cotter, was it? Mm-mm. That was the 70s, I thought. Was that? Yeah. All right. We all failed that one. Do you know what How it was? rude. Oh, how mm. rude is the little girl from the Cosby show? Rudy. Rudy. No, Raven. Um, yeah. No. Or Raven Simone. No, that's the, I thought it was one of the Olsen twins. Oh, that is from the Olsen how twins. How rude. Yeah, mm. you're right. Mary Kate and Ashley from Full House. Yeah. That's, you're right. Was the other thing Mr. T? Oh, maybe it was. Mm. Oh, you might be right. What you doing, sucker? 
No. No, that's no. not Mr. T. No. He would have said the other thing that he always said. Yeah. I pity the fool. That's right, right, right. <laughs> I love it when a plan comes together. You're right, Jeff. Good job. Uh, what else? I know you are, but what am I? Oh, that's Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you. I can't do it as well. I used to be able to really do a good Pee Wee Herman. Mm-hmm. I can't. So, so hard on the throat. It, it is. really is. <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? I had to give myself a ding for that one. Thank God. you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Hi. Nanu, Nanu. Kiss my... Oh, that's Mork and Mindy. Yep. Oh, I loved Mork and Mindy. These go faster than I can. Kiss my grits. Kiss my grits. Oh. That's Alice from... Wow. Nanu, Nanu. Kiss my grits. That's from Mel's Mama's Diner. Family. Mel's family. Mel's Diner. Mel's Diner. You're mm-hmm. right. Where's the beef? Go, go. Where's, Where's the, the beef? beef? The lady Wendy's. from the Wendy's, Wendy's commercial. commercial. Yep. Go, go, Gadget Legs. Oh, that's that's the Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget. Don't be ridiculous. But I pity the fool. I've... Oh, I pity the fool. There's Mr. There's T. There's Mr. T. Okay. Don't be ridiculous. I've fallen, and I can't oh get God. up. <laughs> they those still commercials run that They're still running that lady. Are they st- still are. They're that she old? She's still on that floor. Oh, my God. 100%. But now they, they run a trigger warning. Well, they Before still show these it. Commercials. If you're ever awake in the middle of the night, like how we get up for work, mm-hmm. and you watch like Fox 19, they have a bunch of these old, like older infomercially type things yeah. on there. Yeah. Wow. They run a trigger warning. They before that commercial, do yes. Well, it I don't. It's not How that are commercial. People triggered from that. It's got an old lady laying on the floor at the bottom of the stairs with her spilled laundry, and she's crying and moaning. And they're showing the camera through the house of pictures of her family. And uh, an accident can quickly turn into a tragedy. You need first alert. Oh, and it could be very upsetting to people. I see. Yeah, I guess that'd be upsetting if mm-hmm. that was your parent. Right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have here? A girl recorded herself coming out to her dad during a phone call. This is a viral video I came across. And his reaction made her cry. We can make dinner soon. Okay. um, Tell me what you want to tell me. Oh, yeah. Daya's not my friend. Why did you say that? She's my girlfriend. Oh, that's cool. I really like Daya. (laughs) Really? Yeah, of course. I like her, too. She's wonderful. Yeah, yeah so are you. Thank you. Were you worried about that? A little bit. You didn't. Aunt Connie, I, I, I love you so much. There's nothing you can do that would make me not love you. And uh, I, there's nothing wrong with that lifestyle. I, I perfectly agree with that lifestyle. But some of my good friends in college okay. had lifestyles than me. Aww. I love you. I love you, too. Right, I'll be home in a little bit. Oh, that's, that's very sweet. sweet. I thought he was going to say, now, come downstairs for dinner. Dinner's ready. <laughs> <laughs> so many people are, like, texting yeah. family members or making phone calls, like, from yeah. their own house. Where are you? I'm upstairs. <laughs> well, dinner's ready. Get down here. I do that sometimes. When I go outside, I, I'm yelling, dinner, and nobody's coming around. Then I have to call Scott, like, where are you guys? He'll be like, oh, we're behind the blah, 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 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I do have to do that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, another video, a high schooler recorded a video of herself crying to her friends because she was cheated on. And as the friends try to make her feel better, she decides to open the college admissions portal 
to feel all the pain at once. Like, okay, since I'm already having a horrible day and I'm sad and I'm upset, I may as well just face all of it, right? We know you're sad. Yeah, we know you're sad. And he's not someone to cry over, though. I'm going to open wash you. No, No. don't do it right now. Yeah, now's a bad time. Because, you know, if you if you didn't get accepted, you're already feeling bad because you got cheated on. Yeah, but it's like pulling off the Band-Aid, too. It's like, okay, let's just get all the awful stuff out at once mm-hmm. and be done with it. Yeah, that's kind of, that was kind of her reasoning, you know? May as well just feel all the pain at once. Just get out of the we way. We know you're sad. Yeah, we know you're sad. He's not someone to cry over, though. Come I'm going to open wash you. No, no, don't do it right now. That's so awesome. Man, that's a quick turnaround. I love that. That's, yeah, that's kind of how you hope it's going to go, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good for her. Maybe there'll be good news here that'll make me feel better. If not, we'll get all the awful stuff out at once. That's yeah. right. And that was just great. Yep. All right, quick break. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Denise Johnson, standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Weather-wise, sunny skies today. It'll be a bit warmer with a high around 81. And right now, it is, it was 57, last I checked. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Jen got to give uh, give a big speech here the other day. When was it? The this other was night? last night. Last, last night. night. Yeah, it was very cool. I went to Summit Hill Country Club, newly remodeled, very beautiful, with the Welcome House. It was their spring shower. The Welcome House is an organization out of Covington that helps homeless people find a home, get a home. And they were there last night collecting all of the items that people need when they're moving into a home. So they invited me to come talk, which of course I love to, it's my, I love doing it. It's one of my favorite things on the planet to do. So I gave this nice, I don't know, I was out there 20, 30 minutes, something like that. And the theme of the talk was living the life of your dreams, the life that you have. So here's a little Are you living the life of your dreams with the life that you have? Sometimes. Absolutely. So you were the keynote speaker for this whole event? Correct. So of course, when I go out and I do these kinds of things when I go out and give talks. I always talk about Jacob, mm-hmm. you know, because that's just such a big part of my life and kind of everything I talk about goes through that filter of being a mom of a kid with autism. So here's a little bit of a, here's a, here's a moment from last night, lighter moment. For the past five weeks, Jacob's had quite the conundrum. So we tend to cycle through subjects, topics that he likes to talk about. And there's usually three big ones at a time. And we have those same conversations about these three big topics over and over and over and over and over for days, weeks, months, however long it takes for him to pick something new to talk about. And currently, he likes to talk a lot about bathroom, (laughs) which one I'm going in, when I'm going to go, the list. Is really long of how we discuss bathrooms. Um, Connie is the mother of another one of the kiddos on his dance team, and 
I don't know why. I mean, Connie is a lovely lady. She's 61 years old. She's, you know, she's attractive. I don't know. Does he have a crush on her? Does he just think she's really nice? I don't know, but he likes her a lot. And we talk about Connie a lot. And Connie's car was in the shop. And we knew everything about it. He was very concerned about that car. And when that car came back 10 days before the car was supposed to come back, it was a really big deal. <laughs> so we talked about Connie. And then the third thing, this is, this is the conundrum. On Saturday, May 6th, <laughs> the Flying Pig is happening. And they do an event at the Flying Pig called Pig Abilities for individuals with disabilities. It's a one mile race. He's never done it before. But he's on the running team at school this year, which is new. And one of the things that they do is they do the Flying Pig. Well, also on that very same day is the Special Olympics Regional Track Beat. Yeah, you already get it, don't you? <laughs> Yeah. Well, we are not ready, prepared, or even willing to consider the possibility that we may have to choose between the two. But we are discussing it at length. Now, can I tell you that we are discussing this at length? I am not exaggerating when I say minimum two to three hours per day, we talk about it. We talk about when are we gonna get the information about the track meet so we can know what time the track meet starts. What time his three events are going to be. Can he do just one event if his event is at nine o'clock in the morning and then we can drive down to abilities? How long of a drive will that be? Well, he knows that because he knows how long it takes, it takes to get everywhere, but you know what? He's not taking into consideration parking, there being eight million people, traffic down there, we're gonna have to park far away from where we're gonna have to meet people who and have to walk there. As you can tell, if you haven't guessed yet, I'm voting for the track meet. <laughs> so this is, and, and he gets he gets worked up, he gets stressed out about it. And, and he wants this information. He must know what's gonna happen. In fact, he wants me to contact the Special Olympics office in Columbus and request that the regional track meet starts at three. Because if it starts at 3, we can go to Pig Abilities at noon, be out of there by 1.30, and make it to the track meet in Westchester in no problem. No problem. I'm not kidding. I'm not exaggerating. So, last night, we're having this conversation. And I am lovingly and patiently and engaging with him and having fun with this, even though sometimes on the inside I'm like, please God, you move on to something. <laughs> but I do. I, I, I love that he is passionate about something. And I can tell that it does, you know, he's stressed about it. And I, I want him to be okay with this. And I was even giving him examples. I'm like, yeah, it's okay to choose. I mean, in life, you're going to have to make choices between things. Like Monday afternoon, I was supposed to have a dentist appointment, but Sheree Perillo wanted me to come on the news with her. I was well, well, I have to choose. I'm going on TV. You <laughs> have a dentist appointment over there, right? But I'm, you know, I'm telling him all of these different things that I make choices between trying to ease his pain that he's giving up something. So he says to me, 
Hey guys. <sighs> Portalettes have pick abilities. <laughs> yeah, but there are going to be a lot of portalettes, and we have discussions about portalettes, and I let him know that portalettes are disgusting, and I will not use a portalette unless it's an emergency. If I can go anywhere else, I will. Last resort is a portalette. So I said, yeah, there'll be lots of, lots of portalettes, and he said, 15? I said, no. <laughs> There's going to be a lot more portalettes than that. There's going to be a lot of portalettes and abilities. And he just kind of, his eyes got really big. And a light bulb went off in my head. Chica, why do you want to go to abilities so badly? Are you excited to go with your friends? Do you want to go see what all the fuss is about? Because we've never gone to the flying pig. Do you want to see what it's like? How many people are going to be down there? Are you excited about running the race? Are you excited about portalettes? What do you think he said? Portalettes! <laughs> so I'm like, so do you just want to see the portalettes? Or do you want to use the portalettes? Use the portalettes. <laughs> So now, in my mind, <laughs> I'm like, so you're telling me that we've been talking about this for three hours every day for the past five weeks because you want to go take a leak in a portal? <laughs> That's what this is all about? Seriously? I lost that. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, true story, 100%. We still it's got a, a week or two. I know we still. Got, oh, believe me. Have yeah. you made any decisions? The minute, the minute we got, the minute I got home last night, these were some of the first questions I was being asked about. Yeah, yeah about it. And this morning, he brought it up this morning because he had track practice last night with Special Olympics. They told him it starts at nine, so we're stressing because so now we're waiting for the the list to find out what time the events are. And I've kind of decided. I say I I have this idea on just in the moment later on in the speech when I'm talking about something else. Like, you know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to call Rumpke. And I'm going to find out how many portalettes they're going to have down at Pig Abilities. And I'm going to get a map. I'm going to find out at the Flying Pig where all the different portalettes are because he loves maps. Yeah. So I'll show him the maps. And maybe he can, if we end up going there, he can go ahead and decide now. Which, which one portalette? Yes. Yeah, so we don't have to do a whole <laughs> tour once Number we're there. Exactly. He can pick just <laughs> one. And we could go straight to it and be done with it. It's so interesting, too, like how the brain works with kids with autism because my nephew, I have a special needs nephew also that Uh has autism and may 6th also is a big day at our house because it's my daughter's birthday we have a derby party so we have some family coming into town from hazard kentucky and over the weekend my mom accidentally said you know hey jen if if all these people come up from Hazard, some of them are going to have to stay at your house. And immediately, my nephew, Zach, is like, well, who is going to sleep where? Right. Like, I want to know who uh-huh. is in the basement, who is upstairs, who am I sleeping with, who is at Jen's house? <laughs> and he <laughs> has not let it go since. He oh, cannot yeah. figure it. Well, when are they going to know? Mm-hmm. I need to know where everybody's going to be. And if somebody's staying at Jen's, I'm staying at Jen's. Logistics. There you go. I mean, it is. Like, it is. And, he, and my mom was like, Zach... It's not for, you know, three more weeks or whatever. And he still was like, but wants to know banana. now. Like, where is everybody going to be? What is happening? <laughs> yeah. But it's funny how yeah. the fixation's like that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. I just want to thank everybody at the Welcome House last night for allowing me to come in and, and do that. They were all very generous with their time and attention. And uh, 
They got a lot of donations. It was really nice to see. It was a lot of fun. I love that. It's probably not a bad idea to consider the condition of the bathroom before you go to the restaurant or wherever it is you're going. You know, totally take those factors into consideration. Mm -hmm. That's what Jacob's doing. We should all. We should all take a lesson from that. Yeah. One of the other first questions he asked me last night, did I go to the bathroom at the country club? Yes, I did. How were the, how were the bathrooms? The bathrooms there? were beautiful. How many yeah. stalls? Nice. I think there were three. And I went in the middle one. No portalettes? And I just peed. Oh. Yeah, no portalettes. Because <laughs> he'll ask that. Well, thing. never mind then. They got portalettes at uh, at the CVG Little Observation Area there. They sure do. do. They? Oh, they're I've nice. used them. And they're oh. pink and blue. They're from, uh, I think, Gotta Go. They're building uh, building a house next to ours, and there's been a portalette there for a year now for the wow. have you ever instruction used it? guys to use it. I have <laughs> used it last Jacob night. Has ever been in a portalette? Yes, he okay. has. Well, there is one at track practice with Special Olympics okay. at the Countryside YMCA. Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't want to go all the way into the building, and he doesn't want to drive the five minutes to go home to go. He you wants to go like there them. in the portal. Why don't you just rent him one? <laughs> That's what I was thinking, yeah, too. Just, uh, just get one for the, the driveway. Uh, That's on your HOA, Well, right? we had him at his birthday party last year. Oh, nice. thought that was yeah. pretty awesome. And keep it in the garage during the wintertime. Sure. Yeah. You got a little courtyard area. A Why space, not? You know, Why not? Yeah, call Rumpke. They got them. Porta Cleans <laughs> got them. Yeah. They can't be that expensive. Gotta go. Ugh. You know, he'd have his own. <laughs> I don't know. It's That's, a funny kid. You can use the guest bathroom. There it's you outside. Go. Coming up, your shot at $1,000. The 1K letter of the day is straight ahead next. Hey, Sean. Hey, Jeff. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. What's going on with you today, Sean? Not much. Uh, yeah. Just kind of staying at home, working, hanging out with my mom. <clears throat> my mom. So Very Sean's cool. getting married yeah. on Saturday. Oh, wow. right. I didn't know if he would tell you that or not, but I Congratulations. got a little secret 411 in the background that was like, oh, oh my yeah. son cool. Sean is going to play. Does your mom like her? Yes, she's a big fan. Oh, that helps. That is, that is a bonus yeah, for sure. So that's very exciting. Where's the wedding? It is going to be at the Immaculata in Mount Adams. Oh, oh, when and what crazy. time? Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many people do you have coming? Uh, I think it's around 250. Wow, that's, that's a, big a big one. Big one. Yeah. Yeah. Open but, bar? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, of course. <laughs> All right. Send us the deets off air. We'll be there. <laughs> yeah. So, you guys going on a honeymoon? Yeah, we are. We'll leave Tuesday. For Where are you going? We're uh, actually going to Thailand. For two weeks. Nice. Wow. Very cool. Good for you. What part? Great. Thank you. Phuket? Uh, Bangkok? We're yeah, we're flying into Bangkok, and then we're going to Krabi for a couple of days, and then Phuket for a couple of days as That's well. That's great. Is that your first time? Yeah. Good for you. Nice. All Thank right. You. I'm well, jealous. You could use a thousand bucks with a trip like that, Heck and a yeah. wedding with 250 <laughs> people at an open bar. Let's try to win you some money. Yeah, it definitely wouldn't hurt. No, not at all. So, we're going to give you a letter of the day. It's in an envelope. Jeff's going to open the envelope and tell you what it is. It'll have 30 seconds awesome. to answer 10 questions that begin with that letter. There is one rule and one rule only. Don't repeat any of your answers. And then our suggestion for you, our one big tip, is to pass quickly. Okay. All right. Any questions? No. All right. Do it. All right. Sean, you got the letter S, as in Sean. <gasps> Hey, all right. That's a solid it's a great letter. letter. Yeah. Everything right. is lining up here. I'm feeling very I'm good you. vibes. Yep. 
So, uh, Fritz just put 30 seconds on the clock, and I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. So you get your full 30 seconds. So here we go with the letter S. Name something you do on vacation. Uh, Sunbathe. Something push. Pass. Something round. Sphere. A farm animal. Uh... Pass. Something you bake. Uh, Snickerdoodles. A celebrity. Uh, Sean Connery. Something scary. Uh, spiders. Something you cut. Uh, pass. A city. Seattle. A sports team. Oh, my ah. gosh. Oh. A farm animal. Sheep. Oh. Sheep. Seattle Mariners would have worked for oh, sports team. Man. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I'm not sure if that was repeat or not, but no, this is fun. If yeah. you had 10 extra seconds, I think you really could have gotten into the flow. You probably could have. Uh, I mm. missed what he said for number three, though. Something round. He said a sphere. sphere. Oh, sp- yeah. a sphere. A sphere. Sphere. A sphere. Oh, that's brilliant. Great yeah. answer. That's, that's really a great one. Right. Really good. So did he just say Sears? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, how long are you in Thailand for? Uh, we'll be there for, I guess, 10 days. Yeah, good for you. All right, well, enjoy. Send pictures. Yeah, yeah definitely will do. Have Appreciate a great it. time. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. congratulations to you both. What's her name? Uh, Abigail. All right, well, tell Congrats, Abigail Abby. we said hi. Yeah, definitely will do. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. All right, buddy, have a great weekend, and good luck to you. Yep, thank you. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. What an amazing, like, experience you have coming up in 48 hours. Not oh, only yeah. are you going to get gonna married, be pretty but then you're going to go to Thailand. That's oh, amazing. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Excited for that. Good for him. Yeah, same. All right. It is 833 with Jeff and Jen. A quick check on the roadways. Uh, Denise Johnson is standing by here once again with your latest traffic. What do you have? Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.